the thirst is real. What's up, guys? As you know, I haven't really been talking or doing much podcasting about Big Weather Canada, but of course, we've come into some unique times with this season of Big Weather Canada 8. If you don't know what's up on the most recent episode of Big Brother Canada, production basically confirmed what we already knew, that Jamar Lee, homeboy from Ajax, was ejected from the house. Uh, This is a controversial decision that the producers have received a lot, a lot of backlash for. And what we also found out was that Kyle was also removed. And this is almost, it's like, does... Kyle's ejection justify reasoning for Jamar's ejection. And it's kind of this interesting take. The episodes themselves didn't do a really good job of explaining why they were ejected. However, if you've been watching feeds and keeping up, you can kind of put two and two together as to why the decision was made. According to ET Canada, it was Vanessa and Kyle that kind of spoke out about Jamar's behavior, if you can, it's just so nuts because everybody has their own point of view. And my point of view is that he was not doing anything that was threatening. But anyway, they spoke out about his behavior being uncomfortable. So, I mean, they basically are saying that they just, you know, had to make an executive decision. They ejected him. Jamar then, you know, released a statement saying that he takes full responsibility for his actions. I lost my cool. That's not okay. I have always stood behind what I believed in, and I'm sorry if I let people down. I want to thank everyone for their love and support. It really meant a lot to me. This isn't the last of me. You feel me? What's crazy is that the outpour of support I stand with Jamar was a trending hashtag that started going up. And here are just some of the tweets that have been a little bit thought-provoking. So, the removal of Jamar Lee was wrong. From here, I am done supporting Big Brother Canada. This includes using the hashtag to tweet, watching the live feeds, and the episodes. I can no longer go on supporting a racist show. So, this was obviously a tweet that essentially was went viral, I guess you could say, um, online, over 600 retweets. So, yeah, people were upset and they were taken to the interwebs to, you know, kind of share the disdain. Another tweet said, it's funny how Big Brother Canada producers and editors have no problem with the hand gesture before and they had fun adding sound effects. Basically, what they're referring to is clips of Jackie, Dre and Karen um, doing gun noises. So it's interesting. And then there's also a clip that surfaced of Jamar you know, speaking to Susanna and she's basically like, stop raising your voice, stop raising your voice when he's literally whispering. And I think that, you know, it's funny. I was talking to a friend and she was bringing up the fact that when you go into a room and you are a person of color, it is your responsibility to make white people feel comfortable. And that really like struck a chord with me because yeah, it just seems And once again, I am not in these situations. I don't know what Vanessa and Kyle were feeling. I don't really know what that is. But from my point of view, it just seems as though they took this too far. They took it to a level that really is unfortunate because it ended up ending both Kyle and Jamar's game. So... So, I mean, it's just crazy times. They also found out about the coronavirus this Thursday's episode. This Thursday's episode was one of the most historic Big Brother Canada episodes. Arissa Cox was reporting live from her house. Like, it was just fucking bananas. So, I mean, there's a lot to kind of talk. I know that 
I'm not probably the most well-versed. So I just wanted to phone up a friend, my good strategic king friend, Godfrey, to kind of break down essentially what's happening and talk through. They basically suspended the week, so the two nominees were safe, Ryan and Ming Lee. So Sheldon also had the opportunity to compete in the next HOH. I think that me and Godfrey are probably going to be talking spoilers because... They're already out. <laughs> um, so if you don't want spoilers, I probably won't listen to the second half of the episode, but we'll try to kind of do like a spoiler-free, spoiler warning, not a spoiler-free. We'll do a spoiler warning so you can kind of tap out of the podcast. But first, I really want to dissect what happened this past week, and then we can go into kind of predictions and what's happening. So with that, let's phone our good friend, Godfrey. up anil long time we'll talk man i know how's it going just good you know just the same old thing hustling here and there trying to make a little bit of money <laughs> yeah i feel that quarantine um, man yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's been such interesting times but this latest episode of big brother canada literally i haven't stopped thinking about it since it aired last night yeah it's just like like i've never seen something like this in big brother or in any like reality show for that instant survivor big brother just like the whole chain of events crazy man right so i mean i know that you watch feeds and you kind of really have your teeth into the season in the game so i just want you to help me kind of fill in some blanks so yeah. let's dial it back so obviously we know that sheldon is in this like four-person alliance and they backdoor mingley I just want to understand, was that really Kyle's influence, or do you think that Sheldon did that on his own? Mm, like, I would say it was, it's definitely Kyle called influence. Right. Not okay. to say that the move doesn't also benefit Sheldon, because this early in the game, it's really anyone other than yourself getting evicted is a good thing. Right. However, like, the only problem i take with it is that a guy as smart as sheldon why put two people on the block who are initially a target and then when one one of them wins the veto you are now making another enemy <laughs> by putting right. a third person who's also <laughs> in a showman's with a fourth person so it just seemed like he like pissing too many people off you know that's why i feel like he really got the pressure from his team to make that move right and then basically she basically kind of I think house meetings are the worst thing you can do for anybody's game but in Absolutely. we can dissect it but in a weird way this fucking paid off for her um so Ming Lee calls a house meeting she kind of puts it all out there and then things take a turn where basically Jamar made a gun noise jokingly saying that if we were outside the house towards Kyle and then Kyle yeah. basically felt uncomfortable. Right? Yeah, so yeah, pretty much like the way it went down, Min Lee, it has been announced now that Min Lee will go on the block. Sheldon right. has told Jamar that. And then Min Lee kind of tells Jamar that, hey, get ready to defend me in this so we can blow these people's game up. And then as she was confronting them saying, hey, like, you know, you guys shouldn't be taking me out. You should be actually going after Kyle. That's when Jamar and Kyle got into it. 
And then basically it was like a back and forth, just heated exchange. And then Jamar told Kyle, he said, well, if you and I were, if you were out, the muscles can help you in the game and the muscles cannot help you outside the game. Because <laughs> outside the game, you'd get popped. Like that's how, right. in Jamar's voice, he said, you're going to get popped outside the game. <laughs> and so immediately after that, Kyle was like, oh, you know, you cannot say that, right? Things like that can get you kicked off. And then Jamar kind of pedaled back on his comment a little bit and said, oh, I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying the muscles cannot help you. Right. And outside you would get popped. <laughs> so he kind of doubled down, but at the same time kind of distanced the comment from saying, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm going to harm anybody. And they, he right. even apologized just a few moments after and told Vanessa that, hey, I am not going to physically harm you. Like, I'm not, gonna, I'm not a violent person. I'm not going to hurt anybody. But the right. word is, and this is not from, like, my own knowledge and what I watch, but from Cedar's just telling me that Kyle and Vanessa then started to say they felt uncomfortable around right. Jamar because of those comments, and they felt like their safety was jeopardized now. Yeah, this is where I struggle with it, because as much mm-hmm. as it was maybe game, like they thought maybe they can run this as high up as they can to get attention, yeah. to get him evicted, and then he's gone, and then Ming Lee's gone. It obviously backfired because Kyle got ejected, but let's keep the Kyle ejection. Let's just talk about the Jamar ejection. Yeah. Do you feel as though it was game or because I haven't really watched feeds, but I'm sorry if you feel very uncomfortable in a situation, right? I don't know. Yeah. I just it's such a tricky situation, but I do feel as though from an outsider point of view, not knowing what went on, it seems as though they were really using this as a game move to get somebody. Oh, definitely, out. absolutely, because they Kyle at all. I don't think Kyle at all was intimidated by Jamar. Like if you look at Jamar, he's like what like six, five, four, scrawny. Like Jamar is not the most intimidating person in the house. Right. People already know he has these off the cuff comments. He's like he's a jokester, right? So like the idea that all of a sudden this guy who you usually find his antics entertaining, and now when he says those very comments now directed to you, now all of a sudden you feel uncomfortable with a kid that you've been living with for literally the past three weeks, sleep right. with everything. Like it, like I just didn't buy that whole they felt uncomfortable, and I feel like Big Brother really jumped the gun on that by saying, okay, let's get him out. Like I, I don't know who was responsible for making that decision, but it was just so premature. And by the Twitter reaction, they they found that out really quickly that they should not have done that. Right. I think they just needed to take a beat and let the dust settle. It was way too quick. But they needed to do that. Absolutely. Right. So let's just talk about Jamar. So obviously he's one of the most entertaining characters we've had, especially to make such an impact in such a short amount of time being yeah. on the show. Let's talk about his game. Let's say this ejection did not happen. I love the kid, but I don't think he was going to be one of our winners or make it to the end. Do you think that yeah. he had kind of no, a lasting chance or do not, you think he would have been? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I feel like like he, he was due to leave soon anyway. Like, if not next week. <laughs> this is right. why, like, this is the only kind of consolation. The only closure we have is in knowing that Jamar really did not stand a chance of winning this game anyways. Right. And with all due respect to Jamar, like, hey, I know... I don't know if his game was to lay low and just kind of like, you know, play the fool a little bit, entertain people. But I just did not see the moves he was making, not even just based on his in-house persona. 
He didn't right. seem to be aware of what was going on. He was yeah, he giving information to the very people who were trying to get him out. Right. And another thing, Anil, you've played this game. Like, if you, let's say you, who were you close with in your season? Yeah, your rider died. Probably Liza. Okay, so you and Liza, really close, ride or die. If I'm the HOH and I come up to you and I say, okay, Anil, we got to have to get rid of Liza. Are you really going to sit there and say, well, I guess, man. I'd rather not have her go. Oh, you'd go to bat. You'd be like, nope, we are not doing this. And I just right. feel like he didn't fight as hard for men when it had been brought up to him by Sheldon that, okay, I'm going after men. She's causing problems. And I think right. that's more of a, the reason for that is because Jamar just does not understand the way the numbers work, the way the game works, that you need your allies in there. Yeah, right. <laughs> Men going home is not a good thing for him. So it was, there were just a lot of red flags with me with him. Right. The he way definitely he was playing the game, he was just not, not aware. Yeah. The tough part about it all is like what's happening after. And I think that hopefully now there's an upswing, but to see headlines of a black man being removed because he threatened to pop another house guest. Exactly. It's like, it, come on, guys. And we all know Jamar didn't mean that. Right. But to freaking yeah. Becky in Manitoba that doesn't watch the show, that oh, has they're no gonna context think the guy of Jamar. Was a super violent criminal. Right. Especially and, with the way big, the show has handled this by not even airing the actual events that took place. People are left with speculation and going like, oh, wow, it must have been that serious that Big Brother can never show it. Right. Like, it's so, just like it's doing more damage to him than good. Right. That's the unfortunate part. So let's talk about that, because obviously they were very intentional about not showing kind of the sequence of events or laying it out there. I get it. It was a jam-packed episode between canceling the eviction. Yeah, jam-packed the corona, they were wasting but... segments with showing people listening to music. Right. Telling jokes. Like, <laughs> it's so true. They, they should have addressed this in the start of the episode, man. Like, right. I just don't, don't like the fact that Jamara has to have headlines saying he threatened to shoot somebody. This has right. to leak to entertainment tonight. And you got articles being written about, like, you know, black young Big Brother player threatened to pop another house guest. Right. And, like, you guys have it all over the news. But it's somehow it's not serious enough for you to actually show your viewers and say, hold on, guys, this is behavior we don't condone. Like, it just it just seems so untransparent to me. Right. And it seems much more dramatic and much more heavier than it is. And it doesn't help that the poor kid's name is Jamar for, like, just ignorant <laughs> people out there. Like, it's just it's a series of unfortunate <laughs> events. Yeah, it, it sure is. Um, so then anyway, we see kind of this whole Twitter uproar and really this is what was kind of cool because I've never seen this, but you know, we live in a time of like citizen journalists on Twitter and shit yeah. and all these social movements. But this is the first time I feel as though a community came together, compiled facts, videos, you know Absolutely. what I mean? All we had the stuff. receipts, man. We had the receipts ready to go. And they really just came to bat for Jamar. Obviously, we know there's a GoFundMe, but it ultimately led to Kyle then being removed. And it seems as though to the timeline, it happened two mm -hmm. separate days. It right? definitely did. Definitely did. Well, like Big Brother has been cutting seeds off ever since that, ever since right. that situation happened. And I honestly think that the reaction they saw from Jamar getting kicked out, because Big Brother did not announce this. 
people found out on their own. And people also knew it had to do with the gun comment because we had seen the house meeting on feeds. Yeah. So it wasn't difficult for people to put two and two together and say, oh my God, you guys really kicked the guy out for that? For right. saying the guy was going to get popped? <laughs> like, it's just ridiculous. And people were really going off. It was really exposing a lot. You know, people out there calling people the racist. They're going to boycott it. And I think that as a reaction to this, Big Brother needed to do damage control desperately. We're like, oh my God, maybe if we evict Kyle, it will appease the fans. And they will say, okay, it's fair. They took both of them out. But right. now, see, it doesn't really make sense to evict Kyle because what are you going to say you evicted him for? This right. is why we end up with this vague explanation of, oh, we observed a video of a bunch of problematic behavior from Kyle. Okay, if you guys knew that problematic behavior, why did you not evict the guy before? <laughs> why exactly. wait now? And why won't you show us the problematic behavior? Wouldn't it make more sense to show the fans that, hey, comments like these are not acceptable? Especially when you just aired out Carol and put a huge hit on her reputation with the comment, the joke she did, like that was shown and right. sensationalized on the episode. But somehow, Kyle's comments remain a mystery. We don't know what he did. Right. And it's almost too, there's no headlines about why that, he was That's ejected. the thing. I'm like, if what he did was so heinous, why are there no headlines about him? But there are headlines about Jamar threatening to kill somebody. Like, come on, guys. This kid's probably never going to get a job in his life now. I know. And Imagine the crazy part. to apply for a position. They type in your name. House guest threatens to pop other houses. Like, come on. <laughs> it's nuts. And I wish that this, what's crazy is, and this is the power of reality TV, is that you can pull real life stories and what's happening in the world. And this could have been an incredible, teachable moment. Absolutely. And it could have been, it could have been honestly put together so well that would have honestly kind of gone viral international if it oh, was done yeah. in a teachable way they you know missed what I mean? a big moment to really kind of show this as a teaching moment because when we yep. watch reality tv we really want to relate to real life situations and the whole way this played out we've seen it on social media like there's so many parallels where you hear yep. of barbecue becky you know white lady calling the cops on a black person doing something that is not that threatening We've right. seen this all the time where, you know, like young black people or just people, minorities, people of color getting in trouble because the cops were called on them. And I feel like in this situation, production was the cops. Exactly. And you had the white girl, Vanessa and Kyle, the white guy go like, hey, you know, this guy is making us feel uncomfortable. And I feel like the cops production reacted just as in the real world. They yeah. laid the hammer down. <laughs> Right, that's a without having the full exactly, they laid the hammer down too quickly, and this really would have been a teachable moment, man. And I, I understand Big Brother, yeah, they acted quick, they kicked out Jamar, but I'm saying at least be transparent and be honest about it. The fans would have appreciated that more to see that okay, at least they admit that. Well, like I, I don't think it would make sense for the show to admit they made a mistake, but at least yeah. if they just. If they just at least show what led to it and say that we felt like it was the best decision, but at least I appreciate the fact that they are not further trying to bury him. They are still kind of wishing him well and saying, hey, we did what we had to do.
Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, we talked about kind of Jamar and obviously he was an entertaining character. He really had no shot of going deep. I'm not the biggest yeah, Kyle fan. No, yeah, really? no shot at all. I think Kyle could have done some damage. I oh, think man, that yeah. he would have went very far. Like, that's so disappointing because, like, you know, the, the, there's one side of me that's going, like, screw Kyle, man. This guy, right, look what he did. He was bullying people. But the, another side of me is saying that, hey, this is a game. Kyle was playing a really aggressive game. And I really feel like I don't know if he would have won just because of what such a huge target he was early on. But I feel like he was one of the people who he had everything going for him. He had the numbers. Yep. He had the big alliance. His social game was not doing that bad. So to see him removed for the game, it's also sad. It's been overshadowed by the fact that there was this huge support for Jamar. But people got to remember, too, that Kyle has been unjustly kicked out of this game, even though it's kind of his own fault for going out and saying, hey, I feel uncomfortable. He kind of dug his own hole. But I just feel like both evictions, Jamar and Kyle, should not have been evicted. Yeah, Big Brother should have addressed that confrontation for what it was. And it's not like Big Brother cannot communicate with us in the house. Tell the house guests, hey, we're calling you, Kyle. We're calling you, Jamar, to the diet room. Tell them whatever's going on between you guys, this isn't appropriate. Squash it now. Season goes on. Like, it does, it's that easy. You don't right. always have to react. Yeah, put them on slot for two weeks and call it. Exactly, yes. And then uh, tell the viewers that we're punishing these guys because we don't like that behavior. Yeah. I mean, what's crazy about this and all these evictions and ejections were on the same page. It was handled poorly, communicated poorly, whatever. But who kind of is having a major game pivot point right now is Ming Lee. Somebody Absolutely. She was out the door. Right. Somebody that was out the door, somebody that's a fan favorite that was going to kind of go out early has found a way to if she plays her cards right in these next few weeks, can really be one of the mm-hmm. ones to watch. But this is Min Lee we're talking about. I, <laughs> I don't think... <laughs> like, she's one of those people who just go all in. Like, if you really if you really dissect this whole situation, none of this probably would have went down if Min Lee was not playing such a... That's true. ...crazy, over-the-top game so early on. Like, you know, like exposing information that Vanessa told her in confidence. Like, that was crucial information. Vanessa literally told a girl, they're asking me to throw the competition, so you go up right. the block. That does not mean announce that to the whole house. Exactly. And, like, yeah, Min Lee, I feel like right now, the one thing she's got going on for her is that she's alone now. With Jamar right. gone, I feel like people will at least be like, you know what? She doesn't really have the numbers to make anything happen. And people might just keep her around because she's such a polarizing figure in the house. Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen with her because she's so loud. And I think that now that the numbers, you know, they took a drastic hit and we have seen a lot of the female players kind of lay low. We see the Brooks, the Rayanne, the Maddies even. They're going to start coming into the light as these underlying threats. And I think Mm -hmm. that some people are going to realize that. Well, only guys have left the house right now. Four guys. (laughs) (laughs) Four guys. It's a love for house, if you think about it. And yeah. only one of them has been evicted. Right. I think that Ming Lee really, if she can just If find there a ever was a time it. for a girls' alliance deal, it is now. And if they don't right. do a girls' alliance, a girl does not deserve to win this season. I'm right. sorry. Great. They can just wipe them out. It's the easiest thing Easily. to do right now. It's so easy to do right now. 
Yeah, I mean, it's tough. I mean, I'm just going to put a disclaimer at this point because I want to talk about some spoiler information and predictions. Mm -hmm. So if you don't want feed spoilers of who won HOH, now's the time to log off, write a review on iTunes, and call it a day. But I want to talk about one big, another mistake that I think production made is allowing Sheldon to play in this week's HOH. I think so. I think I don't think that he should have been allowed to play. I think it would have only been fair since none of his evictions went home, right? Right. I just think that it's almost like, you know, HOH, as much as you get nominees and you get to target people, it's a week of safety, right? It is, he yes, essentially, his HOH gave him two weeks of safety because two people went home. If you look yeah. at it in a numbers way. That is and two people went home. Right. So he just essentially, quote unquote, saved himself from two evictions because they're probably now going to have to do a double, um, remove a triple or do a buyback. Yeah, they're going to have way. to remove. Absolutely. I never even thought about that. If they had doubles or triples planned, like there goes that. Exactly. And the reason why I don't think he should have played because now is the real spoiler is he wins the HOH again. Mm, yeah. That is very troubling to me because now we're not going to see as much as Big Brother Canada is trying to sell and push this reset and whatever. We're going to see, I think, prediction-wise. I think it will be the exact movie. same nominations, which is all. Oh, but the funny thing is I feel like this actually hurts Sheldon's game to win this HOH. Right. He didn't need to because win. Because he just made a deal with Maddie and Rianne to say we're working together low-key. Now, right. are you really going to put them back on the block <laughs> after just making that deal? That's going to be really suspicious. Right. And then and he's just making more enemies. You nominate two other people. Now there's five people you've nominated so far in the season. So right. like, I just, I don't know. He, he's got to be smart with the way he plays it. Either get one of his Alliance members to be a pawn, get Vanessa to sit on the pawn. But I just don't know how he's going to play it. He, he has to go for mainly at this point. Right, and with Jamar and Kyle gone, hit the target on Sheldon now is like beaming. It's like, especially with now two HOH wins, sending nobody home, he's going to have a tough route to kind of navigate this second half of the game. Yeah, pretty much. I, and I mean, are you caught up with what's been happening today about um, Carol wanting to be put up and voted out on Thursday? Oh my God, man. Yeah, I've... Actually, I haven't seen that. I saw a couple of days ago when Carol was kind of campaigning, saying she's done with the game. She wants to essentially self-evict. And like, and her whole plan, just I'm like, if you want to self-evict, then just get out of the house. Like, where you got to have people put you on? Now you're just ruining the integrity of the game. And if people right. actually do put her on, that's so stupid. Why get rid of somebody who's going to get rid of themselves anyways? Wouldn't it make sense to nominate someone else, evict them, and then Carol self-evict? Now you got rid of two people. Right. That's exactly <laughs> what I was saying that he should do. What yeah. he should do is say, hey, who wants to go up against Carol? You're obviously safe. We're having a house meeting. Get somebody to volunteer and get them out. Yes, get them out. Because <laughs> I guarantee you once the vote's Then you've got to do double. You've pretty much right. done a double eviction. <laughs> actually... I hope you guys are smart enough to do that. I hope so too. I wonder how it's going to play out. And I'm sorry, like just to come off this reset, these two ejections, if the game needs to pick up in a rapid way, I want to see like crazy moves, crazy alliances, shifting loyalties. I don't want to see 
somebody volunteer to go home the Absolutely. first week back. Like, this is not, this is not Big Brother. <laughs> it truly is. And I mean, it's such an interesting season. You have to think when you look at resumes, now the game starts because there's no resume moves that anybody Absolutely. can take account for for the first four The weeks. only person who has really won HOH right now is Chris <laughs> and <laughs> Sheldon. Right. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting. But now with this reset, knowing kind of some personalities and stuff, who are you really rooting for? Slash, who do you want to win, and who do you think actually has a shot to win? Mm, like, there are two different answers sometimes. Hira, right now, and I do think Hira has a shot to win as well. Right. My alternative person would be Angie because I believe these two have been playing the middle so well right now. Right. They are not attached to any specific side, and they're, they're only the few people especially Hira, who has the luxury of just moving around from person to person, and nobody's really identifying him as a threat. It's almost like they don't know Hira is also there to play with them. (laughs) They think, oh, yeah, this brown guy is just chilling. He's here to be the nice guy. and (laughs) Exactly. And what we, we, he has a veto win and he has kind of this blessing. The first, I say this all the time, the person that survives the first eviction or, you know, saves themselves in a veto. If you can lie low, like the Emmett, you know what I mean? Like these players tend to go deep. And I think Hira has that kind of trajectory. Definitely. Definitely. who I mean, I'm just I'm rooting for Mingli and Maddie. I love the two. I would love. I just think that they're going to have. But you think Mingli can win? I do think Mingli can win. Really? Do you know? Can I tell you who she reminds me of? Who? She reminds me of Rachel Riley. In okay, the sense, Rachel, who wants to see my HOH room? Exactly, because she's so direct, and sometimes her her direct arguments make sense. And I'm not they saying definitely that the, do absolutely. I'm Brooke, Angie, Rayanne, Vanessa. They don't give me like they don't have flair. They don't exactly. have that. And I think know. that they would follow somebody if if Mingli puts out arguments the way that she has and just tones down the aggression a little bit in mm-hmm. terms of like not like aggressive behavior, but just in terms of her delivery. Yeah. Um, I think that she can make some damage, and I think she still can pivot. She was handed a get out of jail free card, and I think oh, that's absolutely gonna be. The only advantage. thing I feel is that like the the message is important, but the messenger is also important, and how that messenger delivers the message. Right. So it's really three parts of a message going through correctly. You need the right messenger, the right delivery, and the right message. Yeah, and I feel 100%. like right now, like she has the right message, but she's not the right messenger, and she's not delivering it in the right way. Right. Like what she really needs to do, but exactly like you said is she needs to just show because Hira Angie and I feel even Carol they are willing to ride with whoever they believe can lead them to victory this is why a lot of players gravitated towards Kyle you right see people gravitate towards Sheldon they just want to follow the person with the plan and I know because yeah. I'm one of those players who I'm like hey let's find the top dog in here and yeah we'll be a number for you until your days are numbered like that's how a lot of people are playing the game right now yeah, and like she really is the only alpha left. I yeah. feel like <laughs> look, true. all the alphas went home. Yeah, all the people who could have been alphas, Michael, right. the soldier, 
Yeah, even Jamar and Kyle, even their energies are very alpha energy. So exactly, they're like people who can walk into that room and say, "Hey, we need to get rid of this person," and they're not scared to say they don't even care if that information might potentially leak because they're just so what's the word I'm looking for? Just bro, like Machiavelli in their approach, right? right? <laughs> it's so true. And right now, one of the only person who's really like that is Min Lee. I think she's got a shot, dude. I really do. I think that it, given the cards that she's been given and now the cast that we have, if she can just find a way, like we said, like a girl's alliance, get the right people on her side to be carrying her messages, she she could be in a good spot. Yeah. Um, okay, so I mean, we kind of think that it's going to be Carol if she's volunteers in this house meeting. But if you, who do you want to see next before you go? Mm, who do I want to see voted out next? Yes. Oh, boy. Right now, what kind of since I know the spoiler already? Uh, like, if Min Lee leaves, like, I feel like the house is going to be really boring because you don't yes. have a common enemy. You don't have anybody who people are coming out of. Yes. But I feel like it would definitely now expose the game. Like, people would have to pick sides at that point. There's no more scapegoat, so I kind of like I don't want Minley to leave because she's an underdog right now. But at right. the same time, I kind of wanted to leave just to see people scramble and not have because I'm just curious to see who is everybody gonna say. Okay, now you're the bad guy. Right. It, it, it almost will. It will force people to play in a different way. Come it out will of the force people the to play. I want Minley to win that veto, and then ideally, the person who I'd want to see go home right now. Other than Carol, I feel like that's just a dumb move because she's going home anyways. Right. So she says. But who, man? Like, it's so... This is why I'm telling you, like, these people like Hero and Angie are playing a good game because I don't even want them to go home because they haven't done any wrong. Right. If I was Chris, in the house... I don't know. Like, he hasn't really done anything bad. Oh, Suzanne. I don't want to see Suzanne go home. Yeah, that's your pick. I think that um, if I was in the house, I would think that if Ming Lee, right, like you said, wins the veto for whatever reason, it would be smart to get out Madeline. I think that she can do some damage. However, as mm-hmm. a viewer, I don't want that. As a viewer, I want like a Rayanne or a Vanessa to go because they just, yeah, they're not, they're they're not doing it for me. But yeah, I mean, we like, I feel like Maddie see. has been really like fighting. She's been kind of, she's been feeling the heat a lot more. So I don't want to see her like go home. Min Lee, people are already attacking and coming after her. So I don't want to see her go home. He or yeah. Angie, they haven't really done anything. It's not like they're <laughs> fan favorites, but at the same time, nobody really dislikes them. The only people right. who you can kind of the personalities that you can say, I don't, I don't know about those two. I don't know about, I don't know about Vanessa too. I, I want to see Vanessa go home, but unlikely. Right. It's unlikely she's kind of sitting nice. Well, thank you so much for doing this. It's been a crazy week. We, I'm, I'm going to touch base with you later in the season just to see yeah, where you're absolutely. at and where your thoughts are at. Um, and then if I'm back in Toronto after this virus dies down, oh, this guy, we this, can this, link this up. This motherfucker ran, ran to LA. You think you're smart. I, I was, just heard California's on a lockdown. <laughs> Exactly. It was the stupidest thing I could have done. This is what love does. It had me chasing this crazy white man. of people in <laughs> 
California will have Corona. I know. Just <laughs> like, so I shouldn't even be laughing, you know. Like, you guys, I, I wish you guys the best, honestly. I, I don't mean to make light of it. No, no, no. You have to laugh about this just because it's so scary <laughs> and stressful. I can't laugh I about know. it. Like, it's so scary. It's humorous. Right, exactly. We're living in a movie. So, I mean, we'll see how it shakes out. Let's see if the yeah. season even ends. Yeah, that's another thing I was worried about. I'm like, what if... You know, who knows, one of the production people delivering something. What if the house gets infected? The season's done. Right. Well, it's not even that. I'm just thinking of like, you know, it's run under a global big corporation. If oh, they start think, laying yeah. up people and production people. Oh, boy. You know what I mean? I didn't think about that angle. That's, I think it's just, it's, it, they don't care. You think the head of global really cares about the 16 strangers in a house and the season and no, all the money no, that like went that's into That's the it? last thing they worry about right now. Right. They're like, just shut everything down. Oh, so, so you think like if they were to just lay off and say, hey, you guys cannot go to work, you got to work from home, how? Right. Well, I think that they would just do, they would have to do like a fast forward where it's like an eviction a day and just, yeah, that's how they Either that it. or sequester these guys some more. I, yeah. Like, I hope it does not come to that. But um, God, yeah. That's a Let's good see. thing to think about, though. If yeah. Let workers, Arisa Cox is working from home right now. I know. <laughs> that was so yeah. funny seeing her in the All it room. takes is the cameraman. Yeah, like Arisa's videotaping for the bathroom. I'm like, man, this stuff is serious now. Right. Well, um, tell people where they can Instastock you before you go, because um, you've been tweeting up a storm and stuff. So drop Absolutely, your handles. You guys follow me at the lady pleaser, Godfrey Manguiza. That's my Twitter handle. And I also have at BB can cribs, cribs with a Z at the end. So, you know, like, you know, made but basically another account just to talk about the season, really tweet out and not bombard my Twitter fans with live feed information. Smart. But yeah, okay, find cool. me there and all that. Yeah. Awesome. It's BB can cribs. BB can cribs. Yep. That's it. I'm going to follow. Thanks, brother. I will talk to you soon. No problem, man. Stay safe there. Eh? Yeah, hopefully our predictions come true. Eh? Right. <laughs> All right. Take it easy. All right, man. Take care. Bye, bro. Thank you guys for checking out today's episode. We're not going to really be doing deep dives on Big Brother Canada all season, or who knows? I mean, we're all locked up in our houses quarantined, so maybe I'll be tapping into feeds. I'll maybe try to have a guess. I really just do want to say, if you are looking for Big Brother content, Mark D from Big Brother Canada 7, he was a part of the Pretty Boys, does really, really, really cool Big Brother Canada conversations. He has really great guests, so check out his show. I believe it's called The Mark D Show. Uh, or just DM me and I can send you the link. It's really, really good. So check out his stuff for Big Brother Canada. We will, as usual, be doing our Housewives Roundup and our RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. If you are somehow new to this, you can follow me at A-N-E-A-L Joshua. That's on Instagram and Twitter. And then we're at This Is Thirst. Thirst is with a Y on Instagram. And if you could take a moment, if you're listening on iTunes, we live in a numbers world, but just... Give us a five-star review, and every review counts. I would really, really appreciate it. If you are wanting my thoughts on Big Brother Canada, shoot me a DM. I love talking reality TV on social. I'm just trying to think, like, be safe out there. I wish I had some more inspirational, motivational words, but I know it's been crazy, but at least reality TV has been good, and it will hold us over. Houses in New York is coming, guys. It's all going to be fine. I am wishing you all the best and sending you good vibes wherever you are listening from. And always remember, the thirst is real. 